Nawa. Greetings from Brave Awakenings. This is Grigri Man coming at you from the Eagle's Nest. Join me and let's fly down the rabbit hole. The podcast where we cover everything esoteric to paranormal. gentlemen feels good to be back and boy do i have a show for y'all man have things gotten jiggy around here (laughs) now i'm gonna do my best to articulate the events as best as possible but you know in the paranormal world and i i can't take credit for this this was, I heard this coined by um, a fellow podcaster. His show is a lot more successful and widely known than mine. <clears throat> Timothy Renner uh, made a statement when he was discussing the paranormal in his shows, uh, Strange Familiars. It's a great show. You ought to listen to it. And in this show, he was trying to describe his uh, series of events that, you know, had happened to him. And in doing so, he made a statement that when talking about the paranormal, it's it's not in a linear line. It's more of a giant spider web where, you know, one avenue led to this. This happened. That made this happen. Then this happened. But wait, wait, wait. Oh, over here, this happened. And that's why this happened. But then when I first started, 
it first happened like this, you know, it's it's crazy. And 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 first of all, you sound crazy talking about any of this subject matter, much less trying to put it in a a uh, what would what would we call a, um, a linear form or uh, just trying to trying to put it all together in, in a in a way that makes sense is is hard because quite frankly it doesn't make sense but i'm just my job is to give you all the facts and observations that i have and you can come up with your own uh, uh inferences or you know you can come up with with whatever belief or what have you so i titled this episode bigfoot butterfly effect <laughs> and that's exactly what this is because yes it's got to do with the big guy and butterfly effect now i i love that movie and i've always liked that saying the term so in doing this podcast uh this episode amongst a plethora of research i did in this one uh, I said, well, let me, uh, let me, what does the butterfly affect? Like, where did it come from? What's the exact meaning? And so in my small, uh, small armchair uh, citizen science, <laughs> I came up with uh, what I found is the literal definition is it's a sensitive dependence on initial conditions in which a small change in one state of deterministic nonlinear system can result in large differences in a later state. Basically, small causes equals large effects. <laughs> now, basically what I'm trying to tell you is I came into this, uh, this, these, um, certain train of events that have, have transpired. When I went into this, I had a certain mindset or um, I had a certain outlook. And let's just say when I was, I'm not done, but where I'm at now is almost a 180. I mean, I have a, a whole different outlook, not only just the big guy or the paranormal in general, but almost, I'll even go almost as deep as just life in general. I mean, it, it it's, it's crazy. So bear with me and I'm going to try to lay this out as best I can. And uh, it, trust me, it, it has been a job trying to articulate this madness. <laughs> but man, it is awesome. And, you know, I was going to leave some of this crazy stuff out. But then I was thinking how disingenuous that would be of me who's asking people to relate their encounters and and their encounters or their, you know, um, recollections of events that's happened to them. And by golly, I would never want them to leave out some crazy stuff that happened just because they were worried about how people looked at them. So I said, and look at me. I was going to do the same thing that I don't like. <laughs> so here it is. And you can't see me, so you won't look at me different. <laughs> so where does this begin? 
Well, I would say it begins um, about two months ago. And um, I'm, I'm a UFO junkie. Uh, you know, I'm an a, a alien watcher, sky starer, whatever you want to call it, right? That, that tickles my, you know, that, that, that lights my candle, put it like that. So I spent a lot of time in the back. I won't give my exact location away because uh, <laughs> this is some ongoing stuff that I don't want to give it away. But I, let's just say I live about an hour outside New Orleans, north. I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> so I've been going out in the back, right, at night. And I would stare up at the sky and uh, wait for E.T. to show up, basically, right? Well, then I was watching this documentary with a gentleman, uh, Dr. Stephen Greer. And he has this group of people on this project. It's called the CE5 group. And that stands for Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. And with Dr. Stephen Greer, what he's come to, with his, um, his theory or his way of looking at it, which I, I really do like, is... You know, he, he was under the impression that these entities or these beings or what have you, their conscious is so much higher than ours. Or uh, maybe that's a bad way to, to put it. Um, he was he said that he had actually helped in some, uh, um, what do you call reverse engineering of some spacecrafts. And... He was relating that there are no, um, like, steering wheels, telephones, or, or, you know, joysticks, or anything like that. Because he's under the impression that they control everything with their conscience, with their mind, right? Like, they don't have to steer the ship. It just goes where they think it, or will it. And if they wanted to, like, say, call home, they don't have to use a phone. They just think it, I guess, right? They're, they're consciously more evolved than we are. And he thinks that everything's kind of controlled with, with, during, you know, with that. So he does these exercises with the group where they all meditate. And they shut down, they meditate. And they all meditate and they collectively, in their mind's eye visualize where they are in the world at that time like you know uh like an overhead view of a map or a google map or what have you where you can pan out zoom in and out and you can see from up above and you can get close in well they try to do that in their mind's eye right and then basically they're sending up a mental flare and they're saying hey look here we are and he's under the impression that that the entities can kind of either catch that, connect with it, they get it some kind of way. And then that more or less increases your odds, uh, let's say it like that, of seeing something. So, you know, um, at first I thought it was, you know, you know. <laughs> and then I, I said, well, heck, well, what do I have to lose? You know, and I've never been a big meditator. You know, I just, to be honest with you, I'm, never really had the patience for it or i didn't really see the stock in it i've always heard the, all the good flip sides of meditating i'm just to be honest with you i've never tried it. 
So I say, let's go. Let's do this. Let's jump in both feet, right? So I start the, I start trying. So I start meditating about 30 minutes before I go outside, right? And right around the twilight era, uh, right around twilight, I start meditating for about a half hour. Then I go outside and stargaze. Well, you see where this is going, right? For sure enough, I think it was about the second or third go at it. <laughs> I got some action, right? I start, uh, one of them, I call it the flasher. It would almost like this giant Q-beam in the night sky. Like if you put five stars together, about that size. And it would just flash really bright one time at me. Blink. <laughs> you know, and I know I saw it. And then I had someone with me watching as well one night. And they saw it at the same time. They saw the same exact thing as I did. So I know it wasn't just me wishing or, or, or pareidolia or anything of that nature. Someone else saw the exact same thing at the exact same time. So I know that I was on to something, right? So I'm playing with this, you know, I'm about a week or two in it. And uh, out in the back, everything's quiet. It's at night, you know, and my neck, I woke up a couple mornings. <laughs> my neck was sore because <laughs> I, I had been uh, looking up <laughs> for so long the night before. True story. So uh, I'm out there one night and uh, I started hearing sounds coming from the woods. Shuffling. You know, I, I, we have some game around here. So, uh, you know, I figured there was probably some deer or occasionally we had a hog come in the back every once in a while and tear up the yard and the garden and stuff but you know so i you know i'm thinking you know something like that and, uh you know it happens starts happening a little more regular and it's getting a little bit louder and crazier and uh so fast forward from about another week later i'm out in the back and uh I swear to have the term when you're listening to Bigfoot podcast of uh, bipedal footsteps in the woods. Now, for people who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, when a deer walks, you can tell it's a four-legged animal, the, the footfall. It makes like a, you know, it's got a, um, it's more than one foot at a time. Now, bipedal, that's to say there's a bunch of leaves on the grass. You would hear crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> like one foot after the other, right? Except this was a lot heavier and it was more singled out like a crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> Spooky, right? So I'm like, man, that's somebody walking back there. <laughs> Who the heck is walking back here, you know? At this time of night, we're talking two in the morning sometimes, you know, I hear stuff like this. Oh, man, this is, this is something's up, you know? <laughs> so, and then, mind you, I, I, my head's in the, in, the, in the crazy podcast, too. I'm listening to Alien and Bigfoot coming out the ears. So, bam, I initially, like, 
no way. No way. I'm in southeast Louisiana. You know, I don't want no Sasquatch around him. <laughs> well, you know, the more I listen to this stuff, is uh, apparently they're everywhere. All right, they're in uh, they're in Texas, they're in Mississippi, they're everywhere. And then I heard some Louisiana encounters. So I was like, "There's no way. There's no way." I just luck out doing what I do to have some of the big guy in the back, right? <laughs> so the story gets crazier. It's just starting. So, fast forward about another week later. So I'm in the back. Now, now I'm not just focused on the stars. Not, now I'm listening for the big guy. So, uh, we hear some bipedal walking one night. And it's right after midnight, around 1 o'clock. We hear the crunch, 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 crunch. I said, oh, there he is. And... Not my next door neighbor, but the one right after him. My house on the corner. They have these two dogs they keep in the backyard. One's a little smaller. One's a bigger dog. The little smaller one, I could hear him yipping. Just going crazy over there. And I was even getting aggravated with the dog. You know, like, oh, man, I wish he would just be quiet. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to check out the big guy. Well, that crunch, crunch, crunch <laughs> starts going over towards the little yipper, right? And I still didn't put two and two together yet. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking at my research partner, and, you know, and she's staring back at me. And we're both like, oh, no, kind of. We're both starting to think the same thing at the same time. But we're both like, no way, no way, <laughs> you know? And uh, that dog kicks up again. Well, then you hear crunch, 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 crunch. Then you hear a dog yelp, scream. Uh, the only the only way I can describe it is the sound a dog would make as if it was being murdered, <laughs> being killed. And it was um, I, I won't even try to recreate it. It, it was it was an ugly sound. It was terrible. Well, she starts running towards that side of the the back, you know, towards the, where the sound's coming from. She's screaming, no, let him go, stop. Mind you, we still don't even know what we're yelling at, but we're now we're running in the pitch black in the middle of the night, screaming at thin air, don't kill the dog, right? Well, the dog screams and does its bloody curls, and then all of a sudden you hear, from all, the best way I can describe it, it sounded like a rhinoceros leaving the scene. I mean, it was just mowing shrubs, and there's nothing but briars and and uh, blackberry thorns everywhere. I mean, it, that, I mean, this is, uh, you know, swamp foliage. It's thick, and it's nasty. And I've tried walking back there. You just get caught on everything. It's like a wall of plant. So, well, this thing takes off, this rhino leaves, and it's just mowing stuff down, just pushing trees down. It's not being stealth at all. And it just takes off. <laughs> so we both look at each other like, oh, my God, what just happened? 
So we, we kind of like, it took us a while to shake it off. So, you know, it's, well, obviously we took a walk down there. You know, we walked down the street and we kind of look in the backyard uh, from the street. Couldn't really see anything. And, you know, it's one in the morning. So I'm not going to just knock on the neighbor's door and be like, oh, hey. Uh, yeah, I was just outside, um, you know, star uh, looking for aliens in Bigfoot. And I think I heard your dog die. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't mention it. And we didn't do anything about it. Well, the next day I get up and I go take a walk in the daylight and I walk over there. And sure enough, I see a, a kennel <laughs> sitting. I'm not laughing because this is all scary, and this is one of my defense mechanisms. <laughs> there's a there's a kennel outside in the driveway next to her van, and I was thinking to myself that this is that's just kind of a funny coinky thing for the for the kennel to be outside, and it looked like it was for a smaller dog. See where this is going? <laughs> so <clears throat> we call. The neighbor we finally get in touch with her later on that evening and uh the dog the dog did she had to put it down the dog it was still technically alive in the morning but uh the vet had said that uh it had massive internal bleeding um and he thinks maybe it was having seizures it couldn't use its front two legs i don't know if they were broken or just paralyzed or or what but and it, it it was it was barely clinging to life, so you know they they put it down immediately, and she was really really upset about all this. So you know, and and, and I you know I, I don't want to just come out and say, uh, oh, uh, I think I heard a Bigfoot kill your dog last night. You know, uh, how do you approach that? So uh, she and, uh, and 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 without me mentioning anything. She had mentioned that her aunt that's staying with her, who is, who's blind, or they were in the backyard the other day, and the aunt said she felt someone watching them in the back, you know? And, and let me uh, put a, paint a little better picture. Their backyard, we're on the same street, and all our backyards you know, or, or run the side by side, but they all have fences, you know, obviously separating each backyard, but most of them have a back fence along the wood line in the back. We don't, we just have woods back, uh, back to the house. So <clears throat> she has a, a chain link fence. So she, you know, it's not a wood fence, so she can see in the woods behind her house. Now, there in the backyard the other day, and that blind aunt makes a comment that she feels someone staring at him in the back. Well, she couldn't see anybody. The you know the lady that lives there was looking around, and they never did see anything. But what she did notice, and this true story, I got pictures. There's a teepee structure behind her fence, behind her yard, just her yard. There's this teepee structure. And it's not like very tall. It's oh three feet, four feet tops. So it's not like um I I wouldn't go as far as to say like I thought like you know Bigfoots are staying in there or, or you know it's a house or you know it's not like big like that, but it's more for show. It's almost like um a marker or I you know who knows what it is, right? 
either way, it's back there. So now all these boxes are checking. And, and now I'm starting to really like get not scared, not interested, not, but all of it, you know. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, my, I'm on, my ears are up. I'm on high alert. This is really going down. <laughs> so now where do you take, now where do we go from this? So my initial reaction was, oh my gosh, we've got Bigfoot in the back. So I, you know, I started sharpening sticks and thinking of setting up booby traps. And, you know, mind you, I did just hear a dog die, you know. So I'm kind of on defense mode, right? I'm I'm going out. I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> it's war. It's go time, right? you know. So I started going in the woods in the back, trouncing around. And uh, I find this, the teepee. I find other structures, if you will. And then I find what uh, I guess what could only be described as a, uh, a den. <laughs> uh, it, it's a down tree with a bunch of other trees kind of stacked on it in a weird kind of way with some cardboard on the front <laughs> that looks like a front door. Oh, um, and they've been doing some work on gas lines around here lately, putting in new ones for their, you know, they're building some more houses around here. And then uh, there's an actual, uh, one of the gas line flag sticks put in the ground right in front of this den, right? It looks like a home. I swear you can't make this up. So I'm like, man, would you look at this thing? And and there's also, there's all these, uh, they call them tree arches, where like a, a sapling will be bent all the way over where it touches the ground, and then other sticks piled on top of it on the, on the other side to where it makes like a half circle, right? <laughs> there's a bunch of these around too. So I'm taking pictures. Well, I take a picture of this den looking thing, right? Which I later dubbed this picture the mother of all pictures. And which I noticed there is a way to upload pictures. So I'm going to try to attach a picture to this episode where you can pull it up and see exactly what I'm talking about. So I snapped this picture, right? And, uh, Mind you, I'm, I'm I'm on pins and needles back there in the woods. I'm you know I'm it, everything is spooky back there. Okay, I mean everything. I'm double taking everywhere. My head's on a swivel. Every bird, every squirrel. I thought it was Sasquatch. I turn around with my stick. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, I take the picture of the den, and uh. I didn't really see everything that I'll talk about in a second here that was in the picture per se at the time. I just snapped the picture. And like I said, I'm up, I, I had so many, all my senses were on high alert at this time, right? And they're all going everywhere. So I just, I take the picture and uh, took a few other ones and I, I started getting antsy and, uh, oh, I started getting, uh, <clears throat> I started getting real anxious and I started getting a little bit of anxiety. So I just take off. I take off running back home, right? Like literally dead sprint. So I go run all the way home. 
<laughs> well, a little bit later on that evening, I'm looking at all these pictures. I'm, you know, going through and looking at the teepee and these arches, and then I get to the den picture. And there was so much in that picture that I, I, I swear I didn't see it right when I took the picture. But sure as you know what, there it is right in front of me in the picture. I mean, it's obvious. And, and, and trust me, I have I just learned how to turn on a computer a year ago. I don't know how to doctor any pictures or anything like that, much less have the patience for it. So in this picture, I swear there you can see a deer's carcass and some of the skin hanging. Uh, on some trees above the den. Um, it looks like there's a Sasquatch kind of tree peeking behind. Uh, it looks like there's kind of maybe another one hiding, peeking out from in the den. Um, then I also notice a, what only, and I know how this sounds, but to me, it can only be described as a, a ghostly apparition picture of like a woman with like a uh, deer skin or deer head headdress. But it's, she's like smoky. There's, there's no body to her. You can kind of see a face, you know, and it might be paratholia, you know, who knows. But it, you can kind of make out a face and it's a little smoky and you know, by this time, my head's just spinning. It's running. I don't know what I'm dealing with now, right? I'm sharpening sticks. You know, I'm looking for Bigfoot and now this. <laughs> so uh, I'm kicking around how to wear and how to go with it from this point, right? What, what do you do? So I call old dad. I said, dad. <laughs> Are you sitting down first? And then I said, uh, let me just blow it out. There it is. And just uh, threw it at him, right? So it took him a minute, you know, and I'm sure he had with some side head looks at me, even though it was over the phone. But I could tell he was probably doing something like that. <laughs> and then uh, uh, to my surprise, though, he, he jumped on board with me and says, well, you know, uh, why don't you go sit in the go back there, sit down, Indian style. You know, he, he's my Native American father. He says, uh, sit down and uh, pray, meditate, ask, ask him, ask what's up. <laughs> this never occurred to me. Uh, I would have never thought of doing such a thing, right? Well, I did. And did I get a response? Oh man, this this is what the butterfly effect comes in. It sent me down a rabbit hole. I had no idea even existed, right? Oh, so let me gather my thoughts and let me figure out how to articulate <laughs> what happened after the prayer. <laughs> So 
So, I walk in the back one day. Find me a nice spot. Sit down Indian style. And for some reason, I, I, I know it doesn't really help, but I thought maybe if it was uh, some old spirits or... I have a giant eagle tattoo on my chest. So I, I take my shirt off and I sit down Indian style, head down, and meditate, pray, whatever you want to call it. Just quiet my mind, right? And... uh I want, I just had some questions. Who are you? Um, you know, um, is there something that we're doing wrong or why did the dog die? You know, I'm, I'm thinking of all these questions in my head. Right. And, and meanwhile, I'm, I'm looking over my back shoulder, like, you know, or I'm not really looking, but I'm, I'm feeling or listening. I'm, I'm waiting for Bigfoot to just come trouncing through the woods, right? Well, as I'm sitting there meditating, I start getting these visions, these flashes, these, um, when you were a kid and you remember those little cartoon drawings, that trick you learn, uh, where you, Let's say you draw a stick figure with a ball and then the next page you draw a stick figure with the ball a little bit further away from it and then a little bit further and then you flap all the pages and it makes it look like uh, he's bouncing the ball or it makes a cartoon, right? Almost like if someone was flashing a whole bunch of Polaroids in my head, in my mind's eye, real fast. And it's it's a bunch of uh, old visions of of what I guess this woods place looked like way way back when. Like it was old. It was like you know uh, I don't know how to explain it. It was it definitely didn't look like it looks now. I mean, you could tell it was the same place, but it, obviously there was no houses and uh, animals running around and things. And then I get a, a, a vision, a picture of this lady, uh, like a huntress, goddess-type figure, real big presence demanding uh attention she she well, she got all of it and it was uh it was like she was really upset and mad <laughs> and I, I i still didn't get it you know I, I i mean this is all happening really really fast too mind you i mean this is all happening you know in seconds not minutes and uh, i'm starting to build up this level of anxiety in me and she shows me all these animals dying and, and how she's upset and she's mad though. And then uh, it, it freaked me out to say the least. So I, I sat as long as I could and took it. And then I finally just, I freaked out and I jumped up 
and just beeline, ran straight out of the woods for the house. I mean, dead sprint. I'm shaking. I'm weirded out. I feel like a lunatic. I go run inside. I jump in the shower. I don't know why. I just wanted to just start a shower and, and like try to catch my breath and calm down. Crank up the water. I look in the mirror and I'm I'm broke out. I mean, I got hives all over my face, by my top part of my body. And uh, when I was younger, I, when I would get real bad anxiety or I had bad nerves, I was a little worry ward. I would get <clears throat> terrible anxiety, and I would get hot, break out in hives. So <clears throat> I look in the mirror, and I'm, I mean, I'm just my face is just riddled. <laughs> I got hives everywhere. I'm crying. I'm sad. I don't even know why I'm sad. I'm shaking. I, I, I was, I was a disheveled, <laughs> I was a disheveled um, uh, piece of a man at that point. <laughs> so I finally gathered myself, you know. Eventually, you know, I calmed down, and uh, now, now you, you have the job, the job of de deciphering all of this what just transpired, what just happened, what just happened to me. I really had no idea. I, I was uh, I was just as confused as I was the day before. Um, in fact, you know, the day before, I was almost in better shape because the day before, I was just sharpening sticks, looking to, to kill a giant monkey in the back. <laughs> now, now, I don't know what's going on. Now I got this huntress deer lady in the back. <laughs> I don't know. I'm crying. I got hives. What's going on? <laughs> Butterfly effect. <laughs> so then I'm like, you know, I, I start just kind of, you have to look internal at this point, you know, look at yourself and, and, and try to figure out what's going on at this point, right? Well, first things first, all of a sudden, I'm not trying to kill a giant monkey in the back. You know, uh, that changed. But then I realized that, you know, maybe, maybe I, you know, I'm taking the wrong angle at this, wrong attitude. You know, uh, maybe uh, I should listen to whatever this lady was trying to tell me, or, or, or maybe I should, um, at least uh, have a, a little more of an open eye or open mind to what's really going on in the woods in the back, right? <laughs> so, you know, when I first started out, the I was a complete, I guess, in the Bigfoot community, you have what you call your apers. And those are the people that believe it's just a flesh and blood creature running around the woods, knocking on trees. And we just can't get a shot off with a camera or a gun. And we just can't catch up with him, right? There's that side of the fence. And then they have the woo side, they call it. And that's more of the paranormal. Uh, you know, Bigfoot can go in and out of dimensions and, and, and things of that nature. And, you know, I made fun of those people. I was like, gosh, what's wrong with these people, you know? And I, I've always believed in Bigfoot, but I just didn't wasn't in to the whole paranormal side of things with them, right? Well, you know, all that began to change, you know? And then I'm thinking, you know, well, what exactly is Bigfoot? 
You know, I mean, is it a giant ape? What's the witch lady got to do with it? Is she a skinwalker? Is she Bigfoot? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I don't know where to go with this. So uh, I go back to the old meditation, the old trusty <laughs> sit down and pray on it, talk on it, think on it. And, you know, I, I still I'm, I don't have all the answers yet, obviously. I don't think anyone does. But I, I have a whole different outlook on, on the phenomenon, or the, the whole aspect. You know, and, and I feel sorry for all the people that I, that I listened to and passed judgment on because it sounded like they were crazy. The next thing you know, I, I'm in my bathroom with hives on my face talking to a, a dear huntress lady in the back. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, it, it's all fun and games until it happens to you, you know? And uh, so, you know, and then the rabbit hole goes really deep with this. And then there's theories of, you know, well, do we, as a conscious, do we manifest these things ourselves? Did, did I cause this or did I invite this Bigfoot bunny ears? Uh, the, who's the deer huntress lady, you know? And, and to boot with her, <laughs> there was like uh, about a week later, I'm walking around, I'm on the streets, I'm not in the woods that night. I haven't, gone, I haven't gotten that brave yet. So I'm walking down the street and uh, something made me look to the left. And sure enough, it's the yard where the dog had expired a week earlier. And right behind their fence line, there's, you know, the woods start. And I look over to the left, snap another picture. I'll try to load this one up as well. And there, and, and in the picture, you can see it. It looks like a lady's face peeking around this half a tree. And again, when I snapped the picture, she wasn't there. <laughs> Go home, look at the picture. There she is. <laughs> so is it you know then i start thinking of the whole bigfoot trail cams how they can't take a picture you know and, where, where, what do you make all this right it's 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 fascinating and it, it's literally turned uh, the butterfly effect on me i mean now i you know now uh, all options are open i you know i don't dismiss anybody's opinion of how crazy it sounds or, or what have you, because um, when, when dealing in the paranormal or whatever you want to call this, is that I, I find that, A, we've, I found out what little I know. <laughs> and two, you know, we, we, you can't discredit anything. I mean, all things are possible. Uh, you know, the more you dive into this rabbit hole, is you realize how, cool this world really is and there's so many things that we have no idea about so i, I you know i i had to share this this is you know this is this happened to me um you know and, and i didn't want to i didn't want to talk about it i didn't, i was trying to shoot you it and, and just talk to other people and get their encounters and uh, i realized well you know, what kind of person, what, you, you know, I wanted to try to lead by example here. Well, look, 
this is how crazy and weird I am. <laughs> so now uh, if someone else, uh, you know, is going to come up and, and say, uh, oh, well, I have a crazy story. You might, you know, think it's weird, but listen, well, now I can just refer to this episode. And, uh, <laughs> I promise I won't think you're crazy. <laughs> so that, that this is what I've been, uh, um, what I've been playing with lately and, and it's ongoing. I, I, I'm still, I'm doing little, Oh, I got a couple of uh, projects, uh, exercises I'm doing. One is, because uh, they're, they're still building new structures almost daily. It's something weird or new. And uh, so I started building my own one, not right next to theirs. And I swear, it seems like they added something to theirs right next. You know, I, I'm playing games with this. So I just started my rabbit hole. So uh, I'll keep, I'll be sure to keep everyone informed on my sanity and the situation at hand. <laughs> so there's my Bigfoot butterfly effect. Now, I, so there it is. There's the Bigfoot butterfly effect. So I got my boy Jojo coming on soon next week. Um, I have, he's the Paradolia picture eye in the sky guy. He's been on before. And uh, he's going to come join us, and uh, I'm getting his opinion on these pictures because he's, you know, he's my picture guy. So we're going we're gonna to go in depth on the mother of all pictures. Plus, supposedly, he's got a bunch of really good pictures. He doesn't live too far from here of some stuff he's got in the sky. So be sure and join us next episode with a little follow-up. And we'll be talking, we'll be breaking down pictures and, and you know, why is it that I couldn't see stuff with my naked eye, but all of a sudden they're in a, a picture or vice versa. And sometimes you can't catch these entities during the day or you can or not in a picture. And We're going to cover all the, the visual picture aspects of it next time. So please be sure and join us and we'll catch you at Brave Awakenings on the flip flop.